Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, this is Bitch Slap. I'm Rachel Fisher. I'm Desi Jadikin. And this is Melrose Place Season 1, Episode 11, Broken Promise. A broken promise. <laughs> A broken promise, <laughs> which we were just discussing, is a line uttered in the show in this episode. We love that. I totally love that. Now, the first thing I noticed in this episode was a Marsha Cross credit. I screamed. Same. I was like, yes, finally. This- now, I will say these two episodes, I was like, okay, we're getting into good Melrose. Thank you. Like I, I, start, I saw signs. Uh, right away. The first sign we see is the Marsha Cross credit because Kimberly, the introduction of Kimberly, and I would say, and also the introduction of Keith in the following episode, we haven't really seen like, we've seen side characters and people who aren't in the cast, but these are two reoccurring, our first two reoccurring characters. Right. And they just bring an edgier vibe. Like I would say... We're also seeing less and less of the dorky sitcom stories in these two episodes, yes. although both involve Billy. <laughs> <laughs> like they're still holding on to Billy as the comedic element, I guess. I guess, yeah. Um, but I, f- I felt like, okay, these are less sitcom y, even though there were still some moments. The I tone. felt like it was the, the tone is shifting right now, yeah, for sure. I agree. I think this might be, this is a definitely an early turning point. Oh, yeah, in for the sure. Show. So everyone's at the complex watching old baby movies of Jane. Okay. First of all, why are they dunking on her for being bald? She's a she's baby. A, she's a baby. I was like, that's not really unusual. Most babies are bald. Right. But they're acting like it's like, look at you. You were bald. Like, it's so crazy. And then the other thing I noticed, did you notice that Jane's parents are like, Jane and Michael. Yes, I did. <laughs> that is weird. Because <laughs> the mom looks very Jane with, with long blonde hair. Right. But the husband is also kind of like a little more olive skinned, like a Michael type. Yeah, he's a little Mancini. So we're watching these old home videos. Everyone's making fun of Jane's bald head when they should be making fun of her mushroom cut haircut yeah. that she still has. Jake is bored as hell, and I respected that. He was like, are you... <laughs> Billy's like... Billy was also bored. The yeah. guys were like, this this sucks. Even Matt was like, I can only take so much. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know you're in trouble when Matt can't take anymore. No. Because he'll put up with a lot. Yeah. <laughs> as, we, <laughs> as we find out again, once yeah. again, uh, in these next two episodes, 
Tomorrow is the day that Jane and Michael are going to their ultrasound. Yeah. For the baby. Billy and Allison go back to their apartment, and as soon as Allison walks in the door, she's like, Ugh, that odor. It smells. Billy, what is that? But she knows what it is because she's being passive aggressive. Yeah. Because Billy, of course, is not picking up after himself. He's leaving towels everywhere. He's leaving fruit doodles He's using everywhere. His stinky socks in the couch. His cum-crusted socks <laughs> are just everywhere. And she starts immediately digging into him. She's scolding him for not doing his laundry. And... They bicker, and this is when Allison says, no more broken promises. Yeah, because Billy's like, I promise, you know, he's going to start taking care of shit at home. We've heard that before. We know. And he, they decide to make a bet, and this is a bizarre moment with Allison. Because what she, was she thinking? <laughs> I was like, seriously? <laughs> this is very weird. And, <laughs> so Allison's like, I bet you can't do laundry for a whole week And he's like, yeah, I can. And she's like, well, if I'm right, you have to take me out to a on a night out on the town to any place I want. He's like, what do I get if I do it? You still get to take me out, but I pay. (laughs) Like, I was like, that sounds like a girl trying to go out with a guy and like finagle her way in. It was a little too flirty. And we get the Seinfeld bass. Oh, yes, we did. <laughs> At the end of that scene, it's like... So they make a bet. This is our like one sitcom storyline in the episode. The next morning, Billy is taking it upon himself to do Allison's laundry. He goes down... He's about to go down to the laundry room. He's carrying a basket of her clothes. But Allison's in the shower and can't hear him. Uh... I took a picture of this for our Instagram. The cat shower curtain. Allison. <laughs> Allison is a certified cat lady. I want that shower curtain. It was cute. I had, I was like, that's another thing. I'm like, when did that come into play? Right. I've never seen this shower curtain because I would have noticed it. And we see it in both episodes because it's in the next one too. And I was like, okay. Like, cause I was like, that's a storyline I want to see when she picks it out right. in Walmart or whatever existed back then. Yeah. The target of the day. Like I, I, I want that shower curtain. I think target already existed. I bet she got it at target. It seems like a very, very cute target item. Yeah. Uh, and it's adorable. No, I'm a big fan of that shower curtain. I also love how every week we're getting a new decor item in their apartment. We got to keep track. Yeah, this is a new running thing on our podcast yeah. is keeping track of the decor, what come what leaves, what comes in. Yeah. So Billy goes down to the laundry room and Jake is down there and he starts sorting the the clothes and he finds a bra cuz it's in Allison's laundry basket and Billy immediately gets like a little perverted with this bra. It's like very panty sniffing moment like yeah. he's just like ooh, <laughs> like he's literally 12 years old he's acting like he's never seen a bra before and he's like how do you with these all these clasps and jake's like you loser yeah. <laughs> jake knows how to do the clasps come on <laughs> <laughs> yeah jake can take the clasps off with his teeth yeah absolutely billy's puts the bra on but little does he know allison has descended the stairs to the laundry room and catches Billy. Mm. 
Now, this is very weird because she's very mad. Mad. Furious. Yeah. And I, it's like, this was an opportunity where you, if I walked in on someone doing that, I'd be like, you fucking loser. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? You'd dunk on them. Right. And they would be humiliated, but she's furious. So we know something, something's up. Yeah. Also, I want to say Jake got involved in this too, putting the bra on his head oh. like it was a crystal ball and guessing the size. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's true. I like when Jake gets involved in these dorky Billy antics yeah, because it doesn't fit right. Like, no, it does no. not fit him. But Allison is like fucking furious. It is an over the top reaction right. to this. I agree. If I would have walked in, I would have just made fun of him for life. I would have had this over him forever. Forever. <laughs> but instead, this is like the biggest violation. Yes. At the hospital, we meet Kimberly Shaw. Ugh, such a such a beautiful sight. And from the first few minutes she's on screen, she already establishes herself as the best actress on the show. Just even in these playful scenes, yeah. you're like, she's so good. She's so good. It's Marsha Cross, the legend. Yeah. I fucking love Marsha Cross. And she is just, ugh, it's just, it's beautiful. It's, it was exciting. It's a beautiful sight to see. Her and Michael are walking around being doctors. And being like playful. Being playful. You can tell they have this little sarcastic relationship where they're kind of dunking on each other. They're like doing doctor jargon and then they're bitching about their boss, Dr. Levin. Yeah. He's like, because they're all still residents at this this hospital. She's an intern. I think Michael's above her because at some point he calls her an intern. I don't really know the hierarchy of doctors, but I think intern is below resident. Oh. Just from my Grey's Anatomy viewing. Well, whatever it is, they're not like official official doctors No. Yet. It's like, I think intern, resident, and then like attending is mm. like the top or something. So they're bitching about Dr. Levin. I screamed because I had forgotten about Dr. Levin because he's yeah. a reoccurring character Absolutely. on Melrose Place. Michael wants to put off Jane's ultrasound because he's so busy. And he gets a surgery at the same time that he can't get out of. Yes. Dr. Levin shows up. He's really irritated with all his students. And Michael asks him if it's okay if he misses surgery to go to the ultrasound. And Dr. Levin's like, fuck you, Mancini. You got surgery. He's a hard ass. He's a total hard ass. doesn't give a fuck. Jane arrives at the hospital with Matt because who's there for you? Who's, Who's like... look. They're Matt, paying him a salary as a, a cast member. They're going to use him as much as possible. Right. They're, what are they not going to do? Write him a good storyline. No. What are they going to do? Make him everyone's doormat. He's a little sidekick and doormat. It's doormat. That's Dor- why he got the name. <laughs> <laughs> and then we just figured it out. We, that's brilliant. <laughs> he shows up and I just guess for moral support. But at this point, Jane still thinks that Michael is going to go with her. To this yeah, appointment. He drove her. He, I was like, she's not that pregnant. Like no. she's like incapable of driving herself. She's not even showing. No. At this point. Michael tells Jane that he has surgery and she is like devastated. Yeah. And he's like, Well, it's okay. We'll watch the tape of it tonight. <laughs> it's okay. Matt's here. He can do it. <laughs> That's that was the subtext of this scene. Yeah. Yeah, because Matt, Matt gets totally dragged in. Like, yeah. you'll go with her, right, Matt? And he's like, well, I did have a plans, but... <laughs> right, like, Matt probably had, like, some, like, actually, like, really pressing thing to do, but he lied because he's such a... He needs yeah, boundaries. he does. He needs to establish boundaries. 
So the ultrasound nurse and doctor both mistake Matt for the dad. And he's like, oh, I'm just a friend. Yeah. I love when they start doing the ultrasound, which looks like nothing. Yeah. And Matt says, amazing. Yeah. It's like, what? <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? This I, is famously something no one can decipher. Right. There's nothing amazing. Every ultrasound I've ever looked at on TV, I've never been able to see what I'm supposed to be looking at. I think they have higher tech now, but still a majority of them are just these blob type looking things. Yeah. And the doctor's like, see that little circle? That's the baby or whatever. Right. Like, yeah. I was really confused about this particular ultrasound because the colors look different than they were like, it was like multicolored. It was like heat sensory or something. Yeah. There was like salmon color in there. Yeah. It was bizarre to me, but maybe that's just how it looked. Some ultrasounds in 92. So something's wrong with this heart ultrasound. There's no heartbeat. Devastating. And so this, so Jane's baby it's dead. It's dead. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. She missed, I didn't know how else to say she that. She miscarried, but she never uh, got rid of the baby. Like it didn't come out. Yes. So the baby died and typically maybe you would miscarry and it would be very obvious. Right. But that didn't happen to Jane. So she has to get a DNC. Okay. So back at Melrose Place, Allison has had a lock installed on her door. She had Jake install a lock because she's so upset with Billy. Yeah. Because they have zero... I mean, look, Allison, to be fair, she waltzes into Billy's room all the time, too. Neither of these people have any boundaries. And Billy, of course, like, I guess this just proves why she needed this lock on her door, because Billy immediately, like, tries to just go into her room, and he's like, Allison, I can't get in. Allison says she's living with a pervert. Yeah. (laughs) She... Allison with a pervert. Allison calls Billy a pervert, and she's still mad about the bra. Yeah, and he calls her a prude. I got pictures of that. Oh, good. Uh, I love this scene because it's like you're a pervert, I'm a prude. Like, let's call the whole thing off. Like, we're all we're opposites. Like, yeah. Um, or like skater boy. Yeah, totally. He was totally. a pervert. She <laughs> was a prude. Can I, I make it any more obvious? <laughs> totally. It's the it's the first iteration of that. Yeah. The early 90s. Then she's like, maybe I needed a reminder that you and I are just roommates. And Billy goes, all because of bra? He's so dumbfounded. Emphasis on the dumb. Yeah. He's so dumb in these early <laughs> season episodes. Like, <laughs> it's outrageous. <laughs> I almost felt bad for the actor. It's like, weren't you offended? They, they, <laughs> they made him so stupid. Back at the hospital, Michael is waiting for Jane. She just had her, what's it called? DNC. DNC. And the doctor assures him that they will be able to get pregnant again. But this is a very sad scene. Jane is obviously devastated, and she's, like, apologizing to Michael. As and if- Matt's still there. Matt is still there. <laughs> He's still lingering in the bathroom. Yes. And, you know, the, the nurses are like, why, are, why is the other dad here? <laughs> like, so they're talking in the, like, yeah. lunch lounge. They're mm-hmm. like, what's going on with that couple? At the complex, Matt is telling Jake and Sandy about what went down at the hospital. Then everybody pours out of their apartments because everyone's there. Okay, this was the funniest intro into a scene, though. Yes. Because Matt's telling them about what happened. And he's like, first it was really funny because everyone thought I was the father. I was like, Matt, why would you even bring that detail into the sad story? I was like, that is deranged, Matt. Look, it might be sad, but I just want to say, first, it was hilarious. Yes. (laughs) 
And here's why. Here's why. And, here's why. and then it got sad when the baby died. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was just like, no one would ever bring that up in that moment, telling them devastating news. Yeah. It was so funny. I had tears in my eyes because I was like, Matt, like, did he improv that? Was it written? I bet he improved that. Uh, Matt is very... The funny thing is Matt is actually the funny actor. He does comedy really well. Not that that was comedy. Right. But he does goofy things all the time that land really well. Whereas they put it on Billy and he's just not as funny as Matt. Right. The actor. Right. Doug Savant. Doug Savant. Yeah. He knows. He's just funny. He's a funny guy. So everyone comes out and is like, Jane, we're so sorry. Oh, yeah. Why are they all jumping on her the second she walks in? Everybody's crowding her. And, and Rhonda's like, how can they help? And she's like, everyone, come on in the apartment. She crazy. just invites everyone in. I would just want to be alone, probably. Me too. Uh, like, it's one thing for one person to go, hey, we're all here if you need anything, but we're right. going to leave you alone. Right. Also, I noticed... um. A, one of our listeners said something about Sandy's accent being gone, and I really noticed it this episode. Oh, really? It drops out completely, and uh, like a majority of it, like it still picks up every once in a while, but it's not. It's like before. totally gone right uh, now. I think I was like, this is the moment. Amy Locaine's like, I'm leaving <laughs> the show soon, and I don't even want to do this anymore because <laughs> yeah, it really try. drops out, right? Because that's not Amy Locaine's natural no. accent at all. Um, Jane has some cherub art in her apartment. Which that makes, also looked new to me. It makes a lot of sense for Jane mm. that she has like... Um, that Fiorici looking... Like, yeah, that like Renaissance cherub art. Yes. And lots of like... She's very girly. Like she, Jane is the, is the woman who wears Eileen West nightgowns. Yeah, she's very like romantic era. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Jake is like, Michael, do we need to talk? And he's like, I'm not the one you need to worry about. Yeah, Jake is like, I'm I'm sensitive to what Michael's going through, also, you guys. Yeah. He also lost the baby. <laughs> like, right. And later that night, Jane is in bed with Michael, or Jane is in bed and Michael is in the bathroom staring in the mirror. And to me, just having watched this show so many times, I'm like, wow, was this Michael's or- Joker origin story? Yeah, he got joker Because the way he's staring in the mirror mm-hmm. was like haunting. It's creepy. Because it's like, okay, that's a little more than hiding your feelings. <laughs> like they're not dealing with your feelings about it. He really is like arms on the sink, staring yeah. into the bathroom mirror, like in a weird way. Like I wanted there to be a voiceover and like haunting music and it to be like, they say drugs are fun. Yeah. But what <laughs> but what they don't tell you is that they'll ruin your life. Yeah. Like a 90s PSA. And then you pull up back even further and there's like a um the syringe on the floor. <laughs> yeah. And then it keeps pulling back and there's like a dead body yeah. behind that of like absolutely of someone else in the bed. Yeah. And then you, pull and they back. have the strap still on their arm. Yeah. And then it pulls back and then it's like, um, the buildings on fire. <laughs> Everything's fine. <laughs> we just wrote a PSA. Yeah, absolutely. I would have been so good at writing PSAs. Yeah. Um, okay. So he gets in bed and Jane's like, you've been so quiet. 
and she talk, she's talking about her feelings. She's telling him how it felt to be pregnant, and now she feels empty. And Michael is like a closed book. He's not, he's not trying to share his feelings about this. No, she's going on and on. She's like, my breasts began to swell. Oh, my God. <laughs> sounded just like her. She just kept going on and on, and he's just dead silent, like emotionless. Yeah. Uh, very weird. And they're covered in their nice little bedspread. Mm-hmm. Back at Billy and Allison's, Allison is perched on the window sill, <laughs> whatever. She's perched by the window, and she's sort of just thinking. I can't sleep. I can't sleep. <laughs> Billy enters shirtless, and he goes, so I guess nobody's getting any sleep tonight. And she's thinking about Jane, and he's like, I guess it makes our fight seem kind of pointless. I know. I was like, I was like, nice, Billy. Make it way about to you. Make, <laughs> way to take what happened to Jane to get out of your own piece of shit trouble. <laughs> like, right. I guess it makes our fight pretty pointless. Right, Jane? Right, right, Allison? <laughs> and I love that Allison doesn't let him get away with that. Yeah. She says, she's like, I don't want to talk about that right now. And then Billy's like, well, you were overreacting, Allison. He also says, we were both acting like idiots. <laughs> like, that's just not the way to win someone over. <laughs> no. Allison gets furious again. And then she accuses him of staring at her breasts. Yeah. She's like, you were staring at my breasts. Yeah. And she's like, maybe this was a mistake, having a guy roommate. Mm. Yeah, I didn't notice the staring. I didn't either. But this is another example where we're like, something's going on with Allison and boobs. Right. She has some (laughs) history with boobs. Yeah, and we want to hear it. Jane has a dream about having the baby, and the dream turns into a nightmare where she, like, she doesn't have a baby. And it's it's sort of reminiscent of the, the videos we saw at the beginning. Yeah. And then one of my favorite soap opera tropes happens with any time a mom loses a baby, we get the warped music box music. <laughs> it never fails. It's always. You have the dream sequence or they're going insane somehow. And then the music box turns into like, blang, 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 blang. And it happens here. I love it. It was perfect. Let's take a break here. We'll be right back. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Michael stores all the baby stuff in the laundry room, and he goes back upstairs and tells Jane that he put the baby stuff in storage. She's making toast. Michael's being awkward as hell, and he's like, I got to go to the hospital. Yeah. 
Something's off. So he's still not talking about his feelings with Jane. At the hospital, Kimberly is really sorry. And, but she's surprised that he came into work today, considering he just had this loss. Right. And she's like, I think you're denying your feelings, Michael. Mm. He gets pissed. He gets really mad at this assertion. So he storms off. He says, I thought you were going to be a surgeon, not a head shrinker. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's mad. Yeah. Allison is getting out of the shower and Billy's calling for her. And he's like, I'm going to shooters. And this was a great scene. Allison doesn't say anything, but she's standing in front of the mirror in the bathroom, clutching her towel. Like she's like, oh, what if he busts in here and looks at my tits? She also looks like she's looking at her tits in the mirror. Almost. She, Yes. Billy starts talking to her through the door while this is happening, telling, saying, like, I guess it's just because I was a class clown. He's, like, Ugh. telling his whole life story. And mean, meanwhile, Allison removes her towel oh, right. and starts examining her breasts while some very sad music plays. No, no one should be surprised that Billy was the class clown. I no feel one. like we've even said that he probably was. Right. <laughs> Jane is on the phone with her mom. There's a knock on the door. It's Sandy and Jake with a puppy. I found this to be so inappropriate. (laughs) This is so inappropriate. First of all, puppy is not going to replace a baby. Also, it's very difficult to take care of a puppy. Like That's like almost as hard as taking care of a baby. Why would you want a puppy in this situation? You would just never do that with someone who didn't want a dog, right? Like, right. It's crazy. She's never expressed any interest in ever having a dog. They're just like, we went to the pound and got you this puppy. Very irresponsible. And, but she's surprisingly happy about it. And Michael comes, walks in. He's like, what the hell? He's like, we can't have dogs at here. There's a no pet policy. And they're like, well, you shut up, Michael. You're the manager. (laughs) (laughs) Jane's excited though. It's really weird. And the next morning, Jane and Michael wake up and find that the dog has destroyed everything in their apartment. And then we get a nice little tag where the dog pees on the doctor, but Michael's doctor's bag. Right. And Jane laughs. (laughs) (laughs) She's like cracking up and he, this is very sitcom. Yes. But I was like, first of all, you have a old style doctor's bag. It's very old. It's very weird. At the hospital. Oh, sorry. Where? Oh, then we have a. Michael oh, goes to okay. work, and Sandy is trying to help her with the dog, uh, and she inexplicably unleashes the dog. Of course, she does within seconds. Yeah, because they're trying to make him sit. I was like, well, what does that have to do with the leash? And the dog runs off, which gave me honestly trauma. Yeah. To see. <laughs> well, what did it remind you of when the dog ran away from us? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it, I got flashbacks. Yeah, I was like, the- I'm not chasing that. I, I felt like, do I have to chase the dog? Like, yeah, it triggered me. Jake is helping Billy break into Allison's room. Crazy. This is nuts because Billy just wants to get his tapes back. He's like, well, she has my cassette tapes. Just wait till she gets home, you fucking freak. That is not an emergency, Billy. No. And he takes his big boom box too, I guess. Right. The idea that this is acceptable is crazy. And Jake should have been like, no, I'm not doing it. I'm disappointed in Jake for not telling Billy that he's a fucking freak. Yeah, it's crazy. Allison has a teddy bear on her bed, which makes sense. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) 
At the hospital, Dr. Levin is still yelling at everybody. He's yelling at Michael about his dosages. Yeah, and Michael's like, well, I underdosed and not over. They weren't in danger. <laughs> I was like, he's like, yeah, but they're in pain. I was right. Like, you got to give it to Dr. Levin. Yeah. That is accurate. He wants them not to be in pain. And Michael, what are you doing working? You need to like take a week off. And Dr. Yeah. Levin notices this. He's like, get your act together. Yeah. This isn't a vacation. Yeah. Kimberly follows him into the break room and she's still badgering him about not having feelings. She's like, you need to express your feelings, Michael. And she says, I care about you. Yeah. She's like, I care about you. And he's like, leave me alone and get a life. Yeah. You're an intern. You have no life. And I got off when she said, go to hell, Mancy. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like that's, that's a sentiment that will be reoccurring. For the next seven seasons. Yeah. <laughs> Multiple people will say, go to hell, Mancini. Yes. And if, yes. It, if this show were on cable, it would be, go fuck yourself, Mancini. Absolutely. And that could be the title of the show. <laughs> it really could be. I mean, he that is a constant theme throughout this series. Once he does his heel turn, yeah. it never he never looks back. He never lets up. <laughs> it's incredible to watch. Matt and Jane are on the beach with the dog. Jane's wearing a really big vest. It is yeah. like flapping in the breeze. Mm. And her little bowl cut is like swaying in the breeze as well. Matt is like trying to console her. And she goes, Matt, do you realize this is the first really terrible thing that's ever happened to me? Imagine. And Matt's like, <laughs> wow, that, I'm so sorry. I don't know what that would be like. Yeah. <laughs> And Matt, of course, is a sh- just a shoulder to cry on once again. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm sorry. I don't know much about those, but I think it's good you're feeling your feelings. And then the dog runs off again. They don't even notice. They don't even notice. They're so deep in conversation. And then they're like, wait, where's the dog? I was like, thank God like you're going to get rid of this dog soon <laughs> because you're you're not a responsible pet owner. No, they're not at all. The dog just books it. And then we go back to the complex it's nighttime and Billy and Jake are sitting on lounge chairs drinking beers and they're listening to the tapes. Right. <laughs> That's why they that was what was so important. So they, they get- had to go get that tape player and tapes so they could sit outside and listen to it while they're drinking beers. So that's how Jake got involved. They need that. They need that tape player. They're such losers. Mm. Allison comes out and she's like, "You went in my room." Yeah. And now Jake's busted too, and Allison is raging, and they're like fighting. And she tells them to butt out. (laughs) Yeah, she tells Jake to butt out, and Billy and Allison go back in the apartment, and she's raging at him. They're fighting. She sees. Then she sees his Playboy magazine. She's like, "You're disgusting, Billy." It's playpen. Okay. It was playpen because they, they couldn't play pen. They couldn't say Playboy. Yeah, because she's like she's like, see how you like it. And she immediately happens upon this playpen magazine. It's just sitting it's out. It's just sitting out. Yeah. Right. And she's like, Allison, I wouldn't touch that if I were you. No. And of course Billy's like, Oh, you know, I I want to submit some writing to them. <laughs> Classic line. We haven't seen Billy do any writing in like three episodes. Yeah. But now we know he's jerking off in that room. We know know he jerks off in the living room next to the pompous grass. Yes. Um, she's furious and she accuses him of being, being obsessed with tits, but she uses mammaries. She says mammaries. (laughs) She does say mammaries, which is very Allison. It's so Allison. And and Billy was like, what's mammaries? Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's like she uses the most medical term possible. Absolutely. Jane comes home and is like, Michael, I lost the dog. Ugh. And he's fucking pissed. Yeah, he's, he's furious. So upset. And he's and he's like, you were trying to substitute the dog for the baby. Yeah. And she's like, you're more mad about the dog than the baby. Right. And then this is an insane conversation. Ugh. This made me hate Michael. This is this was classic Michael though for being Absolutely. so self-absorbed. Did you think I didn't think it would go this far? I thought this was like the dog is a substitute for the baby. He can get his feelings out about the dog that he he needs that separation. Right. But she presents him with a crazy uh idea and he confirms it yes he confirms i couldn't believe it. it i yeah so jane presents michael with like a worst case scenario of what's going through his head and he's like you're right that's it and basically what jane says is she's like i know what it is you're mad at me because i almost had an abortion and you think that this is my punishment for almost having an abortion and in a normal circumstance, you'd think like, oh my God, no, honey. No, that's, that's not it. That's crazy. That's not it. No, I'm literally, I'm just, I don't want to feel my feelings because like I'm a, I'm a, an avoidant personality. I'm right. No, instead he's like, you're right. That's exactly it. Yeah. Crazy. I'd it's never, like, well, be, Jane, I shouldn't have put that <laughs> worst case scenario out there. I would never be able to recover from that. It's crazy. And Jane... Jane, it's it's not very fleshed out, but she's clearly in a guilt phase right now. Yeah. So it's especially uh, hurtful. Yes. Because she's even worried about telling her mom. Yes. Uh, it was kind of sad. Really dramatic music plays. Very At dramatic. the end of this scene. The next day, Michael apologizes to Kimberly. I like how he apologizes to Kimberly before his own wife. Yes. He's like, I got well, yeah. to keep this relationship good. You know, it's a work thing. It's a work thing. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares about Jane? <laughs> and Kimberly's like, you're right. I don't have a life of my own. And then she says, I was hoping we were developing some kind of relationship. Yeah. And that like is definitely a weird choice of words. Mm. So Michael kind of clocks it a little bit. And then he really gets it when she says, Jane's a lucky woman. And he goes, well, I don't know how lucky she feels right now. And and she goes, she's a fool then. Yeah, this is the first step in in getting someone away from their wife. When they say she's a lucky woman. Yeah, and they're trying to act like she doesn't deserve you, and I would appreciate you so much. And this is a moment where we see the horniest look in Michael's eyes. Yeah, he's like, like, I could bang her. He's so horny in this moment. Yeah. I wrote, oh, shit. Yeah. (laughs) Because that was like a turning point. This is the beginning of the end of Dr. Mancini. Once he gets this little glimmer of like something else in his head. Yep. It's he can't go back. No. And it's it, he unravels. Yep. The good part of him just completely unravels. Yeah. At the apartment, Billy and Allison are still fighting. She's like, "I feel totally violated." Now, to be fair to Allison, I would be furious about this too. This is an insane thing that Billy did. Yeah. Breaking into her room like this. It is very uh it, it's yeah. And and she's like Somebody says there's something else going on here that you're not talking about. I think that's, I don't know who said that, but there's something else going on here. I think Allison says it because Billy would never say it. Yeah. (laughs) He's not, he won't even look at Allison now because he was worried he's going to get accused. That's Billy's level of communication. (laughs) He's so dumb. Um, 
Yeah, he's not looking at her because he doesn't want to be accused of leering at her. And then he's like, okay, I admit I was insensitive. And then Allison starts telling a story about her insecurities around her breasts. She says, I thought she was going to be like when I was in the third grade, my breasts grew and I had like big knockers. And everyone treated me differently or whatever. Yeah, I thought that was going to be the story, but it was like even sadder. She said her mom got sick and no one in her family wanted to talk about it. And that after her mom got back from the hospital, everything was different. She said her mom had breast cancer and she had a double mastectomy. And she also said the father, she hinted at the father being mean about it. Yes. Because she said he made it worse. Yes. Right? Like, uh, which is awful. Yeah. And so they make up and then she's like, Billy, why do you have those magazines? I don't remember what he said, but she goes, men. Well, she also says something which was sad too, where she's like, I just never want to have, uh, I hate that women have their self-esteem tied to their breast. Right. Which was sad. It was sad. Yeah. And then Billy goes, women. Yeah. It's like they took this sad moment and been like, blah, blah. <laughs> so <laughs> like this stupid. battle of the sexes type deal. Totally. Rhonda and Matt are putting up lost dog signs at the beach. This is two times this week that Matt has had to commute to the beach. Ugh, just exhausting. Thinking about, I had to drive to Culver City yesterday and I'm still tired from it. Yeah, it's hard. Imagining driving to the beach. Because of your dumb straight friends and all their antics. Because of my (laughs) dumb heterosexual friends getting puppies. I would be fucking livid. I wouldn't do it. I'm sorry. I also, there's like maybe some light shade from Matt though, because Jane's just complaining about her dog problems and Matt's like, he brings up all of his friends with AIDS and HIV. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) I was like, I noticed that too. I noticed that too. Yeah, Jane's like bitching about the dog and he's like, well, I know when my friends were all dying of AIDS. (laughs) It was just kind of like, were the writers just like, here's some gay lines or like, here's the material for the gay character, but it didn't really connect to anything. So it looked like Matt was just like, you want to hear about real problems? Right. (laughs) Like Like either. Okay. It's one of two options. Either this is a straight, this, a straight person wrote that line and they're like, what's a gay problem to have? Oh, AIDS. And, or a gay person wrote that line and was like, this is, this is like some very cutting commentary i hope that it was a gay person who wrote the who knew that that was supposed to be funny (laughs) yeah (laughs) for matt being like delivering like some truth some truth to jane um yeah what did oh yeah matt even says what did jane do to deserve this matt is such a saint oh that's how it came up because he's like oh yeah good thing bad things happen to good people like all my friends (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. HIV or AIDS and died. Right, like. right. And they're not talking about the baby at this point. They're talking about the dog. It's a mess. Um, so Jane and uh, Sandy's there. Michael then shows up. Randomly. Randomly he shows up in his like blouse and shirt and tie. Also, doesn't it seem like when Michael shows up, they're on a soundstage <laughs> beach yeah. because the signs are like up, like beach signs. Yes. It looks kind of fake. It looks totally fake. Um, He shows up and he offers to help and he's like, and she's like, don't you have to be at the hospital? And he's like, Dr. Shaw took over. And she goes, have I met him? And he goes, well, he's a she. A woman doctor? 
a woman? She is shocked. And she goes, should I be jealous? And Michael says, probably. Why did he say probably? Why did he say that? Because they didn't even sell it like a joke. Like, come on, Jane, I'm joking. Right. Like, like they didn't sell it like he was being funny. He literally was like, probably. And then Jane to herself was like, he was just joking. Yeah. And then like eight weeks later or whatever. Yeah, she's going to be like, like, wait a second. I should have been jealous. He they go sit down by a neon pink catamaran, <laughs> yeah, the sailboat or I was whatever. Like, this is so 90s, too. Like those fucking catamarans, yes. Oh it's my god, it's like neon pink. And Michael's like, I don't really blame you for having an abortion or wanting one or yeah. wanting one. He finally talks about his feelings. It's a very Jane and Michael makeup moment. And then the next thing we know, some surfer guy approaches the group and is like, I know where your dog is. It's at this house. With the town kook. The town kook. <laughs> they go over to this house and this old lady who like lives in this shack by the beach has the dog and she's named it already. Barney. She's named it Barney. It is a cute name. And it is cute. And that storyline's officially wrapped up because they decide we can give this dog to this lady. And the funniest thing is the old lady is really excited and she picks up Barney as they're walking away. And, and the Barney's dog is struggling, struggling to get out of I her know. arms. I, know. I, I was like, oh, they're too. meant to be together. I noticed that too. I noticed that too. This dog could not be less, less excited about so, going to live with this he's woman. He's like, don't leave me with this old crazy bat. Yeah. Barney looks so upset to be there. Oh my god, it was so funny. Um, but now we don't have to see the dog anymore. Yeah, I, I love. It's kind of like when the kid disappears, right? You're they, just like, oof. We don't have to deal with that toddler anymore. The kid goes back to Nebraska, and then they come back and they're like 15, right? And they're like, can do storylines, but they can't act anymore. No, <laughs> they could only act as a child actor. And then we just see them walking on the beach talking about horoscopes. Yeah, she's like, my hor- Michael, I think Michael says my horoscope is right today, or Jane says that. I think it's Jane. Whatever. They have their little walk on the beach. It's very. That's just, we fade out. We fade out, <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. Uh, very exciting episode. We get to see Kimberly, and we see some hints uh, that Michael is uh, going to do his heel turn. Yes. It's like the Mike, the real Michael starting to come out. Yes. Um, so maybe not an exciting episode for people watching the show for the first time, but for people who know what's coming, very exciting episode. Yeah, very exciting. That's the end of this one. We're going to do episode 12 next. And we'll, we'll post pictures as usual on our Instagram. Yeah. We don't have a Patreon specifically for this show, but if you want to join our Patreon for Hollywood Crime Scene... Hollywood, it's patreon.com slash Hollywood crime scene. We have a lot of bonus content up there. Stuff that you'll enjoy. Yeah. Thank you guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.